0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the administration is giving agencies some more hiring flexibilities to help with the coronavirus pandemic. Still, a host of agencies are halting more operations. With many employees teleworking, who's around to get the mail? These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies have some new authorities and tools to hire extra staff for coronavirus response. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies can make accepted service appointments for about a year. New hires must contribute to the coronavirus pandemic, not any other agency work, though. Agencies can also apply for dual compensation waivers to rehire retired federal employees for full-time work. OPM says reemployed employed annuities will get a salary and a full pension to help with the federal coronavirus response. One of the agencies taking advantage of that is Veterans Affairs. VA is rehiring retired employees to help with its coronavirus response. VA got a waiver from the Office of Personnel Management to reemploy annuitants for full-time work. These retirees will receive a salary and their full annuity. VA says it needs additional help at its medical centers, community outpatient clinics, benefits offices, and other agency offices during the coronavirus pandemic. VA can use the Dual Compensation Waiver Authority for at least a year. War agency in-person services are closing due to the coronavirus. The federal law enforcement training centers stopped all in-person training Friday. FLETC is working with its partner organizations to move all students off-site as soon as possible. The National Institutes of Health are pausing non-mission-critical laboratory operations. A limited number of NIH employees will maintain at non-critical labs. Non-essential NIH staff are teleworking and the Department of Veterans Affairs will unfortunately have to discontinue committal services and military funeral honors. VA cemeteries are still open, but family members must ask to witness formal burials. The Census Bureau has suspended all decennial hiring and onboarding until at least April 1st. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. In cases where the Bureau has already made job offers, it's put a hold on follow-up steps, such as background checks and fingerprinting. Bureau officials expect a higher than average attrition rate from its pool of 2.6 million applicants and will hire more enumerators than it previously expected. The Bureau will also continue to accept new job applications on its online portal. I'm Jory Heckman. Most Social Security Administration employees are finally teleworking full-time. The American Federation of Government Employees says most employees at SSA's teleservice and payment service centers are working from home starting today. The union says SSA still needs to find enough soft phones for employees to remotely connect into the agency's phone network. Most field office employees are also teleworking. Some may have to come into the office occasionally to handle activities they cannot get done from home. All in-person Army recruiting stations will be closed due to the coronavirus. Army Chief of Staff General James McConville says the service will now only recruit virtually through its website and social media. In February, the Army said it was more than 2,000 enlistment contracts ahead of the beginning of 2019. The Army hit its goal of recruiting 68,000 troops in 2019, the service is expanding its general recruitment methods to encompass esports and cities like Boston and Seattle that do not traditionally bring in high number of recruits. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services makes it easier to obtain Medicare and children's health insurance programs at the state level. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. CMS officials say state governments now have four ways to, in CMS language, strip away regulatory red tape in light of the national health emergency. It issues what it calls four checklists by which state health agencies can get people quickly into Medicare or CHIP coverage. They include a speedier way for states to make temporary changes in their Medicaid disaster plans. I'm Tom Temin. Telework has allowed employees to keep their agency offices running from home, but in the meantime, no one's around to answer snail mail. The Interior Department's Office of Inspector General has lacked the ability to respond to mail since March 16th. The National Archives and Records Administration Office that sets Government Freedom of Information Act policy also expects delayed responses to incoming physical mail and faxes when all of its staff are teleworking. A plan to include the Postal Service in coronavirus stimulus funding gains support from a leading Democrat at the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Government Operations Subcommittee Chair Jerry Connolly backs a plan to give USPS $10 billion in emergency appropriations between this year and next year. The Congressman also calls on the Treasury Department to forgive the Postal Service's $11 billion debt and extend its $15 billion line of credit. The proposal would also extend paid parental leave to the postal workforce. Three agencies, including five national laboratories in the Energy Department, five leading technology companies, and two universities are bringing the power of supercomputers to help solve the coronavirus pandemic. The White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy yesterday announced the creation of the COVID-19 High Performance Computing Consortium. NASA, the National Science Foundation, and the Energy Department are teaming with the likes of IBM, Google, and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology to bring 16 systems that together offer over 330 petaflops of supercomputing capacity. These supercomputers will process massive numbers of calculations related to bioinformatics, epidemiology, molecular modeling, and healthcare system response, helping scientists develop answers to complex questions about COVID-19 in hours or days versus weeks or months. New technology challenges emerge in the wake of the coronavirus emergency. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. The coronavirus may be the reason why more and more agencies finally adopt digital signatures to sign documents. More than 15 years after the launch of the e-authentication project, only a handful of agencies consistently use a secure electronic hash to approve documents. But with more employees teleworking, digital signatures may be the only way executives can sign off on contracts, memos, and the like. In fact, the most recent memo trying to answer technology questions from OMB is digitally signed by Margaret Weikirk, the Deputy Director for Management. I'm Jason Miller. And the Senate Armed Services Committee votes to approve Matthew Donovan as the next Defense Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness. The position has not had a confirmed official since July 2018. Donovan was previously a command pilot and retired from the service as a colonel in 2008. He was also for... He also firmly served as Acting Secretary of the Air Force and as Undersecretary of the Air Force. His nomination still needs confirmation from the full Senate. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus at our coronavirus resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Eric White.